everybody uh before we get back to we are the batman we're breaking in early here with some uh some last minute news it's, it's some cool stuff it's some cool stuff um regarding uh upcoming batman day on uh saturday september 16th uh, you looking forward to batman day there matthew uh I, a little bit i haven't yeah. cosplayed him in a while so no one's gonna ask yeah. me to come be captain america for batman day but i would if they asked you, if, if they do, if somebody asks you to cosplay Captain America for Batman Day, they are setting you up for a terrible prank and you should run as far away as you can. I have a, sh- I have a shield. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do, but I feel like you might have more. That's like going to a Star Wars premiere dressed as Spock. You just don't, you just don't do that. Um, but yeah, Batman Day is approaching. We're, we're going to do something for Batman Day Uh because you know we'll be dropping our episode the day before so uh stay tuned for that uh but this is something to do with that ahead of time which is uh this is kind of a cool announcement where um just just theaters everywhere theater chains across america are going to be doing a all-day event on batman day uh screening the dark knight trilogy christopher nolan's dark knight trilogy starting at about 10 a.m with batman begins leading into the dark night and finishing with the dark night rises to close out the night. What a day that would be. <laughs> that is a lot. That is a lot. That's a long day. Um, of a, of a, of a truly awesome trilogy. Um, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying it would, I don't, I don't need to do it. And I know I realize that's kind of blasphemous for the host <laughs> of, a, of a Batman podcast. Like I've, I've staked a lot on the name Batman. I'm just, I'm also broke. Uh, so, so like I'm already paying for max. They're on max. I could stay home and watch them. I get, you know, when I went and saw, I went and saw Jurassic park on the 25th anniversary, they re-released it in theaters. And um, I didn't get to see that in theaters. I was, I was, my mom was too young. My mom, my mom wouldn't let me go see it when it first came out in theaters. Um, so I never got to see it on the big screen. So getting to see Jurassic park on the big screen was, pretty cool especially considering how good it looked for 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 its time i i don't think it's been long enough for the dark knight trilogy it's only been 11 years since uh dark knight rises came out so i i just i don't know i i feel like maybe if it was the 20 if it was an anniversary or if there was going to be some kind of fun extras going on but if it's just the screening um yeah i think like i would see one (laughs) like hey the dark knight is playing or batman begins is playing not to be in that vein but like i have no interest in watching that the dark knight rises ever like i i like the dark knight rises for for what it is but it's not it's not the one I'm gonna run out to a screening for in the theater necessarily. Yeah, and it's also like I don't have the time to watch all of them at the same time. You know. Yeah. Um uh, but but no, I would do like an anniversary of one of the first two. I mean, it just depends. Like if it was like a like sounds dumb, like if you did like a drive in night, because there's a drive in near our house yes. and we play two movies, I would go yes. see Batman Begins in the Dark Knight. That would I be would. fun and different. On- Honestly, I would do the trifecta if it was at a drive-in. Man, depending on what time of year, you'd be there till like because, eight in the morning. Because, <laughs> because, it, because it, I know, but it's because it's a drive-in, man. Yeah. Like I've seen triple features at drive-ins before. You are there very late, yeah. <laughs> but it's a cool experience. I think maybe they did it like on a weekend, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. Like because because there's the thing is like okay, cool. I go watch all three of these movies. But then that's my day gone and it's, it's Batman day. So, you know, what about all the other fun Batman stuff? There's probably going to be to do. I'm sure there's going to be deals on comics and all kinds of other stuff. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that closer to the day, but um, I'd say if you haven't had the chance to see these in the movie theater, this is the perfect opportunity because it has been, I mean, nearly 20 years since Batman begins came out. That's true. Yeah. It's like I said, it's 15, only been 11 since Dark Knight Rises came out. It's been 15 or what? 2008 is Dark Knight. 2008 was Dark Knight. So yeah, it's so, been some yeah. time for those. And I think like if you're like that 20 something who maybe didn't see them in the theaters, it's That's a perfect true. time, especially the Dark Knight. Like the Dark Knight in IMAX theater with yeah. the IMAX shots is amazing. 
I got I got screwed seeing The Dark Knight in the theater. I went to go see it. I was you know it was 2008. Uh, my girlfriend and I we was, it was she she knew I was a huge Batman fan, so we went opening weekend. Um, you know we we were counting on them having 30 minutes of previews before the movie started, <laughs> so we didn't super duper rush. Well, apparently, our theater decided they were just stacking screenings, so they weren't doing the big previews at the beginning. So the whole Joker bank heist thing at the beginning, mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Oh, man. I didn't see. I but I literally remember walking into the theater as Alfred is descending in the elevator down into the bunker with Batman. Mm-hmm. That's where I started with the Dark Knight. I didn't see the Scarecrow thing at the beginning, oh. and I didn't see the Joker Banks. Not until I bought the DVD when it came out, because I was also a broke ass college student. It was really hard <laughs> for me to go see m- movies multiple times at the yeah. theater. Uh, you know, so yeah, I can, I can, I can understand. Yeah, if if you've never seen them on the big screen. That's the perfect way to do it. It's I mean, the perfect honestly. way to do it because because they truly are. Because I did see, I saw the other, I saw all of them in theaters, and Batman Begins blew my mind yeah. uh, when I saw it in theaters, and and even even The Dark Knight Rises again. I I think I like that movie more than most people. Well, I, I admit it has its flaws. Uh, well, it's it's flaw. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we will talk about that when we get to that movie. But it's also kind of fitting that this is happening uh, this month because at the end of this month is when we're going to be kicking off our dive into the Nolan trilogy because at the end of this month we'll be dropping our breakdown of Batman Begins, which I am oh so excited for. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. So, hey, if you're someone who never got to see the Dark Knight trilogy in the big screen or you're someone who really just has that kind of affinity for it and frankly, that kind of free time. Um, check your, check your local listings. I had, I, I did not every theater in my town's doing it. I, I had to find the one that had it and it's not listed like as like an event you. So check. Cause for mine, you had to buy my, you had to buy the tickets to each screening individually, which is kind of nuts, but, <laughs> but look, look into it. If it's something you want to do or please, you know, by all means go do it. But, uh, so that's, that's for you. I, it's kind of a weird melancholy, uh, news break in, but you know it is what it is <laughs> so with that being said uh thank you guys for putting up with us interrupting and now let's 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 cut back to us and get into the actual episode for this week hey everybody welcome back to we are the batman my name is mike and this is matthew we're talking about Superman today. We are not talking about Batman, but I have a, I, I, I don't know. I feel like at some point in the future of this thing, we might be talking about Batman the way it's going. Um, we are here to actually talk about, do a full recap review of season one of My Adventures with Superman, yes. uh, who's been airing on Adult Swim and as well on uh, Max. If you're wondering why we didn't do like episodic reviews, Matt, you want to tell them why? Because it drops on Friday, and we don't usually record on Friday, so we'd be a oh. week behind. Oh, actually, I was, I was, I was going to say because we're dumb and didn't know the show existed until like three, four weeks into it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was there at the premiere. We were there at the premiere. Day. Yeah, well, I don't know. But yeah, no, we we were. It was literally we mentioned it uh, in an earlier episode when we first started watching it, but. Uh, yeah, this is a show we had no idea existed. Not we hadn't heard, we hadn't seen a trailer, we hadn't read an article, we knew nothing about this. And then one day, you just texted me like, "Dude, do you do you know do you know what this is?" And I was like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> and you were just like, "I'm I'm I'm gonna get back to you on this. I I I gotta watch it. I just gotta watch it." And I was like, "Okay, standing by." Yeah standing by and you were like five minutes in and it's like the best thing ever <laughs> dude I- i'm telling you man it was like i i think i'd seen a gif on twitter of the him winking and flying and i was like okay whose art is this i haven't seen this yeah. before and then like two days later we're sitting down to do something and i go to max and i'm like that's a superman cartoon yeah where did a superman cartoon come from <laughs> 
Like I had, no, it, this no. wasn't a blip on my radar. I didn't even know I was, should be looking for this. Like no. we've been looking well, for that new Batman cartoon to hit. I hadn't heard nothing about this. No, especially because like I've been, I've been waist deep in Harley Quinn season four has been going on at the same time too. So which the two of these are not connected in any way, shape or form by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so it's, it's wild to me that there wasn't some kind of cross promotion because they were pushing Harley Quinn hard yeah. because it's one of the most popular shows on. I, I didn't see a wink here, a wink of this show. And it's, kind of and again when you've got like blue beetle coming out it's it's you know like you know cross promote synergy kids synergy like we we've, we've talked at length about how when uh dc's put out trailers for stuff in the last year they've included at the end these uh these splat basically these these splash pages these thumbnails of go read these comics to study this property i'm I, i'm kind of curious like if there if there was a trailer for this if there was anything like that at the end of it this really just feels like something they're just putting out to put out and it's it's a bigger hit than maybe they were counting on well and it's also one of those like i mean this started this premiered july 6th which means that's six months after james gunn announces his slate so that means yeah. he probably had nothing to do with this, considering how long it takes. Animation. Oh, for sure. So yeah. the fact this that he's been in development for a while. Yeah. The fact that he didn't mention it in his thing and that. Yeah. Not a word. It's not a word of it. So I don't know where it comes from, but it is fan fucking tastic. Yeah. This show is incredible. I don't care how much you hate Superman. Watch this show. Yeah. I am. I am on record constantly that i'm not a big superman fan in our breakdown of the original christopher reeve superman movie i mentioned ad nauseum not a big superman fan this show is incredible yes like like not just from a not just from a respect to the character perspective but a respect to the audience perspective like 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 taking chances taking swings not not coddling us or or holding our hand through through the 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 lore and the canon of this show they're just like we're just gonna do our thing keep up yeah it's up you know and they they let they let the audience just do their best they're 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 throwing the book out the window they're like we're don't don't think you know where anything's going we are doing everything as different as possible with this superman story there's there's no possible way I could predict what's coming. Yeah. And cause that's the thing I think with Smallville is up until like the fourth season, it still could be canon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you look at it, like, you know, it's still like, it's a lot of laying. Okay. Maybe him yeah. knowing Lex Luthor is a moderate stretch, but it's like, it still could maybe work. It's, it's still pretty paint by numbers, Superman. Yeah, but then they drop Lois Lane and it goes, oh no, we're doing something completely different. And then it just goes off the rails as far as attempting canon. This one out the gate is like, no, guess what? It's nothing. There, There's yeah. no, this is a 100% new slant take on this entire uh, Superman lore, Superman as a character. And it's still Superman. But yeah. having him be like early 20s and he's an intern and, and Lois Lane's the intern before them and him and Jimmy Olsen are college roommates. Like all yeah. of that, it sounds so weird, but then you watch the show and it makes sense and it's fantastic. There is there is not a decision made in this show that I would have ever, as a, as a writer, there's not a decision made I would have ever made my my, my own. If somebody, if we were in a writer's meeting working on a Superman animated show and somebody came in and pitched me this stuff, I would have laughed so hard. I was like, you're fucking kidding, right? There's no, no. Deathstroke, one of the first villains he fights is ridiculous, but works totally within this show. Deathstroke voiced by Chris Parnell from Saturday Night Live and Rick and Morty. When they called him, and keep in mind, when they finally reveal what his name is in, like, the seventh episode, we've seen him, like, three, four times. I had no idea that was Slade. Yeah. 
until they did because there's nothing about him that's anything like i'm not i don't i I love what they did but it's unlike anything i've ever seen them uh, seen them do with the character of slade wilson before yeah i like because slade has traditionally been a teen titans villain slash nightwing villain he kind of became a batman villain there for a while with the whole him and arkham whatever game he was in so to have him suddenly become like a a second tier villain for Superman with augmented armor and swords. I'm like, wow, that actually makes total sense. Yeah. It's, you know, we watch, obviously we watch a lot of Batman properties and Batman tends to be the one that they take these kinds of swings with these characters with. They, that they use to introduce the DC universe at large is when they're coming through Gotham city or something like that. So it it almost feels to me like they're taking what is a traditionally Batman approach to how they're handling Superman because they're letting Superman be the through line yeah. for kind of DC at large. Because, because yeah, if you had told me we were going to do a, a season one of a Superman animated origin story, I'd be like, okay, cool. At what, at what episode does Lex Luthor first show up? Yeah. Now they, they, they trick you with that in this show and we'll get into that in a little bit, but if you had told me that the, the the primary antagonist of season one was going to be Amanda Waller's uh, uh, General Sam Lane and Cadmus, so along with Deathstroke and Suicide and, and Task Force S Suicide Squad, I'd have said, I thought you said this was a Superman show, not a Batman show. Yeah. And the <laughs> fact that Task Force S X is made up of no one that's ever been made up of before ever. It's, it's, it's all Superman villains. It's, it's the, an all Superman task force. X. Oh man, what is that? The inner gang. It's the inner gang. TV yeah. Members. It's inner gang and it's, it's, it's parasite. It's, 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 I'm like, that's so, that's so smart. That'd be like, if they said, Hey, we're doing like the sinister six and it was like all fantastic four villains, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm not mad at it. It's different, but I'm not mad at it. So it, it's just, yeah, it's again, not, there's not a single decision in this show that I would have ever made. And I think that's kind of why it just works. Plus they established in, in this season that the multiverse exists, mm-hmm. all the other versions of Superman you love, they're still out there. Go enjoy them. If that's what you want. This is a truly unique and not just Superman, but Lois the very unique version of lois and she has when she realizes that she has kind of an existential crisis about it. it's it's, <laughs> it's man this show is so well written it's 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 nuts well and this is that whole thing in my mind of like <clears throat> when you're doing an animated thing you don't have to so much worry about it's got to have the big numbers for the first weekend so we have to make it a bombastic action film mm-hmm. we know we have 10 episodes it's not a standard show like like cartoons they never pull a cartoon three episodes in you know if they make a cartoon all the episodes show and that's whether they'll get they'll know halfway through the first season if they're doing a second one and it's obvious on this one they knew halfway through no we're we're okaying it do your Mm -hmm. thing but i think that being able to take time and i think i texted you like the fact that after two 20 minute episodes of a cartoon they did more character development with superman than the entirety of the DCFU is kind of sad and pathetic, but also shows that they're not locked into like, it's a cartoon. You have to have some action, but it's not like every two seconds we're dealing with that. And I think that's what makes this show really, really good is you've got the slow origin. He doesn't start out as Superman in the first episode. He actually doesn't become Superman until the second one, but he still does stuff. And like I said, my thing is, it kind of reminds me of ultimate Spider-Man that cartoon from like 2012 Yeah, of like, we're going to take the things, you know, but we're going to do them modern. Like Superman yeah. breaks the fourth wall instead of you hearing him talk in his head for hours and hours. And he yeah. updates things and tells you things. And, and I think that's what they do here is like, Hey, let's, let's bring this idea of the reporters doing things and make them younger, make them interns make it so that there's a reason they're so hungry and like dude making jimmy olsen their peer instead of this little kid they drag around i think was the best decision as far as keeping this dynamic of these characters going 
Oh, dude, J- Jimmy Olsen being being the uh, the avatar for the audience in this show is so good. Yeah, because because when when Jimmy gets his own episode, uh, it's one of my favorite episodes of the season. It's also the episode where you get a lot of information about what's going on. Yeah, um, it's I the the way they've chosen to address you know clark's identity to be like yeah when you consider all the things you're doing to constantly do the things superman does someone's gonna notice yeah you're constantly leaving to go get bagels but never come back with said bagels or the Um, fact that like you work with this person every single day yeah and then you see them without their glass like you you work with investigative reporters yeah that's they're like you're screwed that their job is to find out about this kind of shit so the fact that they they reveal like what's episode six or seven she finds out he's superman four episode four okay yeah episode four it's like episode, episode three is where um they start to realize they like each other and episode four is where he goes to tell her and then she realizes at the end of the episode oh god yeah so I think that, I mean, something different like that, but I also feel like that allows her to go more on the adventure with him. Yeah. And like now she's helping him investigate these things. And there's just like, it's so good. And my thing is like, you know, look, I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room here mm-hmm. and say like, Jimmy Olsen is obviously at the least by probably gay. Yeah. I feel like they're setting up some, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say because because this isn't a straight uh, streaming show. This is this is going to TV first, so yeah. um, I'm not sure how much of that they're going to uh, to dance around. But it does seem like they're setting up again because he's meant to be this sort of representative for whoever the audience is. He's he's a way that you could explore those kinds of character developments um, outside of whatever's yeah. going on with 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 clark and lois and it's not over the top like it's not like he's talking about dudes and and like i'm i'm not saying i'm against it i'm just saying like sometimes they go too far when they're like hey this is a bi character this is a gay character it's look at him doing all these things like shazam 2 like it's it's what it is for what what it is is when there's a i this happened a lot on the cw shows especially legends of tomorrow where um the the person's sexuality becomes like their whole personality yeah like where the the moment they made the moment they introduced um black canary as being bisexual on on arrow when they moved her over to legends of tomorrow every episode she was hooking up with like a woman on the show <laughs> <laughs> and then because it's CW and, and CW is the horny network, you know, everyone on the show was hooking up in every episode. It became less of a less of a superhero show and, and more of like, you know, is this the new Melrose place? It's it's a weird yeah. thing. But yeah, like they're they're letting they're letting not letting, but they're they're developing this character into an actual character. Yeah. Where where it's yeah there's there's something there's something there and i think that's going to be something where because because of the way they use jimmy olsen in in the show um is like i said it's it's a great way to be able to explore those kinds of character developments and character traits and just letting superman and lois be superman and lois yeah so and they they do that across the board like even like yeah lois lane is obviously asian but it's not like they're oh look at her being asian yeah <laughs> I, well, I don't know how not to say that weird but i think that's the yeah, thing well no what it is is they what it is is i feel like they modeled the character designs after the voice actors because even clark kent looks like jack quaid if jack quaid had any semblance of muscle mass <laughs> to his body but like his facial features and all that he looks like an animated version of jack quaid yeah um alice lee is is an asian actress and so she's so they yeah it seems like they modeled the characters off of the voice actors, at least for our three main characters. Um, 
because Carrie Walgren is the voice of Martha Kent, and Carrie Walgren is not as old as Martha Kent. Uh, so, 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 yeah, but yeah, they, it, it's, it, I'm interested to see, it was interesting to see how they incorporated that into, into Lois's personality and her style. Like, again, they really, seems like they modeled the characters specifically around the voice actors, which is really neat. Um, if you had told me after season one of the boys, the Jack Quaid was going to be one of the best Superman voice actors. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd, I'd have told you you were insane. Yeah. He's so good as Superman. No, I think he's he so good as Superman. He, he is. He's, he's st- He's stalwart when he needs to be stalwart. He's awkward when he needs to be awkward. And I think he is. Yeah, he. I think I told you, like, if I had had a short list or even a long list of people I would have cast to be a young Superman, he would never have been on it. But he's nope. great. He's so good. He's so good. It almost makes me wonder what it would look like if he bulked up and 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 tried to do it live action. <laughs> it almost makes me wonder. Well, look at look at look at Will Poulter, who played who played uh, uh, uh uh adam uh in uh in uh gardens of the galaxy volume three he played adam warlock yeah like he 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 he, i mean look at ben affleck for crying out loud i mean good lord so i almost wonder it's like i don't know he he eats a couple eats eats some eats some medium rare steaks and 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 spend some day some days at the gym i don't know um but no he he really does a great job of Kind of like what we what we talk about, like like Kevin Conroy about is differentiating the two characters of Clark Kent and Superman. When he's Clark Kent, the mild mannered reporter, it is truly a distinctly different character from when he's voicing Superman. Because as Superman, he's got this confidence to him. He's got this sort of uh, there's just there's there's a little extra oomph in his in his voice. Um, when he's talking and what I love about it is because of the relationship he has with Lois and Jimmy is when he's with them just as Clark, he's they they almost reduce him down back to being a mild mannered Clark because it's because they see through the tough guy Superman armor. Yeah, that's just that's just who he is. So we get a lot more moments. So because they when they when they find out who he is so early in the show, you think, oh, great. Now we're not going to get mild mannered Clark ever again because he's got no reason to put up the front. That's still a part of who of his personality. And so we, we still get plenty of opportunity with it because that's where a lot of the humor comes from. Oh, yeah. A lot of a, a lot of that mild manneredness is just in the fact that, yes, that, yeah, Clark Kent's like 25 and is kind of an idiot. <laughs> yeah and it's always and i always like that like um what's his name that jimmy olsen like just has that weird random what's it called like he already knows what's going on the moment lois and clark oh him. yeah he's got he's got that intuition of like oh yeah no these these two are into each other yeah yeah um which is which is I'm actually glad you brought that up because I think this is the first time and I don't know how long I've bought Clark Kent and Lois Lane as a couple. Yes. Because like when I think back to watching uh, Dick Donner's Superman, why, why does he love Lois so much? She's nothing but nasty to him the whole time he's around her as Clark. And so it's just like, why, why are you, why are you in love with her? She's so mean to you. She is so mean to you all the time. Now I know that it's the seventies and only mean to you because he likes you, but like, she's so mean to him constantly. And in so many other properties, comic books, TV shows alike, Lois Lane is just so nasty to Clark Kent all the time. Why is he so into her? This is in this show. They are on the same level. Yeah. They are both rookies. They are, and and she tries to pull some of the classic Lane Lois Lane BS, and he calls her out on it in like episode three, and it's done. And yeah. I'm like, yes, good. That means that we're not going to spend the whole season with her just being shitty to him all the time, 
because then in the next episode is when she finds out who he is. And I'm like, yes, cut through the BS. Let's just get to when it's good. Because Superman is always more interesting when he's not tiptoeing around his secret identity all the time. Yes. Yeah. And I, 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 I agree. And this is also one of the first times, in my opinion, of like, usually she eventually falls for Clark, but she's always into Superman. Yeah. So in this, she's into Clark. Like, they don't even, they're not even introduced. They run into each other at a store and they're already yeah. kind of into each other. And I yeah. think that is really cool. I really like that because I think that's the thing is like, you know, it's, it's just, it's good storytelling. It makes sense. And like you said, like now that you've got the secret identity out of the way, she can really be in love with the whole person. Yeah. And she, yeah, it's now I will defend. I think Margot Kidder and, and Christopher Reeve just have outstanding chemistry. But no. at the same time, I do think you got that like, there is a moment where you're like, I don't know, bro. You you kind of fell in love with her pretty quick for her just kind of like, hey, I'm trying to pee. Don't come in the bathroom. <laughs> she, she she made fun of you for sending money to your mother, insulted the town you were from, and 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 like blew you off in the boss's office. Like, why do you care about this yeah. person? Yeah, bro, bro, red flags. Um, no, I, their relationship is because. Because it gets because we get to the halfway point and it's like, all right, by the halfway point, a secret identity is out the window. Cool. That means the rest of the season can be dedicated to just solving crimes with the power of teamwork and friendship. And I love everything about that. Um, because the way they've developed these three characters of Jimmy, Jimmy Lois and, and Clark slash Superman. It's weird to say this about animated characters, but they've got excellent chemistry. The way they're, they're written, the chemistry they have written for them is very good. And you really root for these three to work together because, man, the three of them are really good at working together. Yes. And, you know, yeah, you're right. Like, it's hard to say animated characters have chemistry, but yeah. just in the voice acting and then the writing and then like they do a really good job with the style of animation they've picked for this show to kind of show some of these emotions or so some of these, like as much as some and other cartoons, it annoys me when they do the weird anime, like ee, with the colors, but the fact that they do that on their cheeks every so often. And I'm like, okay, you know, this, this is on point. Like this, this just yeah. makes this relationship work because you know, you're, you're also correct in that. Like, it's so much more fun when they're a team mm -hmm. when you can like get them as a group doing things. And you know, it's just, it's just awesome, dude. I, I, I don't know how else to say it's awesome without saying it's awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. You it's guys really need to go awesome. watch it. You really need to go watch the show. It's it's choice of animation style is, is perplexing to me because it's very like, it's, it's a very American take on sort of a generic anime style which is really not my thing like by any stretch of the imagination but i'm really in but i'm really actually i think i think it lends itself to the sort of outlandish creativity and liberties they're taking with these character designs and these storylines kind of like how how the animated show the bat i i, I it's, it takes so long to talk about which what i'm talking about when i say the batman <laughs> the animated show from the early 2000s the batman did I see a lot. There was there was a lot of anime influence in that animation style and storytelling. The the takes on the villains were all wildly different. The takes on the origins were all wildly. So I would not be surprised if there was some inspiration from how that show approached Batman to how this show is approaching Superman. Yeah, the, the, to me, what this really what this really looks like is the Voltron show on Netflix. Okay, I haven't it, seen that. Okay, it really looks like that. That was a really good show. It kind of lost its momentum. That show, in my opinion, kind of falls guilty or falls victim to the same thing Smallville did, where it it outlasts its concept. Yeah. So like, yeah, Small, Smallville went on way too long. Yeah, and I get why you don't end it, but you should have just switched it to Metropolis. It was a. It was. A, it was. Yeah. It was making money. Yeah. But like. <laughs> But Voltron, like it's a similar style where you get like, like, look, Superman looks like Superman. You didn't re reinvent the wheel. You, you altered his suit a little, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, 
you 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 brought some of these influences. The 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 tech of Krypton looks different than normal tech because that's something. It looks alien. Yeah, there's so many times like I, I remember helping a buddy of mine create some some superheroes with with alien tech. And I remember I drew all this stuff and sent it to him. And he's like, what is all this? I'm like, there it's alien otherworldly technology. Like, I think sometimes we think like, oh, they're going to have a sword. So give them a laser sword. And that's alien yeah. tech. Like aliens don't have swords. Like they would have something different, you know, like, yeah. you know, the, thinking about weapons and things that are based around what we have seen or what is on this planet or how our technology has grown. You know, I mean, yeah. not to go too far off of the tangent, but you know how many diff- aliens would probably stop by and are like, why are you doing everything based on oil? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. We're a, we're, we're a roadside attraction on the super highway that is outer space. People drive by and laugh at us. Dude, uh, truly our, the fact that so much of our economy and industry is based on oil has kept us 80 yeah. to 60 years behind in technology. But that's my own theory. That's, that's that's another podcast. Yeah, that's, that's a different podcast called Matthew's Nuts. <laughs> you are. Yeah. We've heard some, we've heard some yeah. of your castings on this yeah. show. You're yeah. insane. The second episode is how Phase Three, Phase Two of the DCFU has four Justice League movies in it. <laughs> get, get the hell off my show. Um, <laughs> but no, my point is like you're saying is looking at like how Parasite looks because he's based on Kryptonian technology. Bro, completely what a swing. Uh, man, they, Parasite is one of the most forgettable Superman villains. Like, like period. W- way to make him a threat. Yeah. You got, you turned him into Ooh. Godzilla and I was on board with it. Well, and you know, it's, it's funny that they did Parasite in this because they did him in, in um, episode three or yeah. episode two. I think it was episode three. It's episode three. Episode three. It's funny because, or no, I'm sorry, it's episode four. Okay. Episode four. But because I just did, I just rewatched it recently. That's about in in the Superman animated series from the nineties. Yeah. That's that, that's when Parasite came in on that show too. Was in like episode three or four. Yeah. Um. So because yeah, he is an interesting like first early villain to have for Superman. But just the again, I, I cannot stress this enough. The alternate the alternate take on Parasite in this show is is terrifying. Yeah. Well, and, and like I said, bringing in this thing, because I think that's the thing that sometimes happens with some of these shows is they don't have a different take on stuff. So bringing in that like Kryptonian tech is everywhere and it's what's influenced a lot of these things. It kind of reminds me of that that comic Justice League justice league the nail but anyway my point more is like yes the alien tech looks like alien tech and the thing that gets me that i think is so awesome is the fact that the first time he meets his dad he can't understand anything he's saying because why would kryptonians be speaking english exactly they've really gone out of their way to make krypton feel alien that's the that's the thing it's like all of krypton's tech feels so alien and and intimidating like yeah everything that's kryptonian looks like it's going to destroy whatever it's looking at yeah um yeah there's no and that's why like i love in the, in 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 the final episode like the ai the kryptonian ai is starting to learn the human language to learn english yeah because it's been listening to him speak and so like yeah it's starting to understand so i think in in next season i think there's going to be uh, some lore dumpage happening uh when when they can fully communicate with the computer and in that ship um i i man i could talk about this show for like another hour dude this show is so good i i I just i can't wait for season two no yeah i'm on board with that i got two questions for you on this show you ready yeah all right who do you think the first superhero is going to be that appears and like you first think, superhero. Yeah. Do you think, think something in next season will show up? Who do you think? I th- I think it's either going to be Batman or Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Because they've already name dropped. They've already name dropped Gotham twice and Vicky and Vicky Vale made a cameo. Um, so there's so, so they've already established that Gotham exists. Um, so I think Batman's a very possible choice, but I think Martian Manhunter would be an interesting one because I recently watched 
um the superman man of tomorrow yeah animated movie i i it was i didn't realize i hadn't seen that one and it's it's a it's a different take on his origin that i really liked and martian manhunter was a big part of that origin and i remember thinking you know that kind of actually makes sense that if martian manhunter's been here that long he would catch word of superman and want to go like yeah i know that actually kind of tracks so i think i think given the scope of of villains that are uh, characters that they've already involved in this show i think i think martian manhunter would be one that makes sense and would be more interesting and and probably not as predictable i think batman's the safe choice see that's what i was gonna say is there's part of me that thinks given the random villains they've thrown at him i wouldn't be surprised if it was like some hero that's not even on the justice league That's true. Like you, you like what other cosmic heroes are out there? Like it, screw it. Throw, throw plastic man at him. Let's watch that for 30 minutes. No, I would not be surprised. Don't tell me you don't tell me you wouldn't watch this, this world's version of plastic man. Oh, I would hundred <laughs> percent, but I'm thinking like, I like at this point, I I wouldn't be shocked if Orion's in the first episode of the second season. Screw it. Go for like, it. Yeah, let's do it. That's how far out we are at this point. Well, keep, keep in mind, in season one, we've had all the guys in Inner Gang. We've had Parasite. And we've had Mr. Mix... 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 We've had him. And his take was fantastic. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. When and but when it showed that bowler hat, I about spit my drink out. Yeah. I was like, there it is. And it turned to a crowd and I was like, ah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, if, if, if the first you're probably right. The first hero they introduce is probably gonna be something super ancillary. Yeah. Um, but I'll be interested to see. What's your second question? what is is there anything you didn't like about the show um i have a thing but i want to hear if you have it so again i think my biggest struggle is just again like this style of animation isn't my preferred medium it just something about something about it i don't know just doesn't doesn't is not pleasing to my eyeballs um so at times i had to kind of like bring myself back to like yeah oh, god i hate this animation but man the story the storytelling is so good and so compelling um but that's that's more of a personal taste issue than like something i had a problem with um the the thing so in the in the jimmy olsen episode where he's kidnapped by the french gorilla and the french ai thingy i don't know what was i don't know i feel like they could have done something different with those two characters like I don't know, like, like, was he supposed, was the gorilla supposed to be Grodd? Yeah, I know. I, like, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell. It, it's not credited as Grodd or as even an amalgam, like an amalgam. So I don't know what was going on with that. But I'm like, with all the other, uh, unless, unless it's truly just the most obscure of DC characters that I have no knowledge of, I'm like, you couldn't have pulled something else like Easter eggy because that's kind of been the show's thing. Um, <laughs> but i like that episode a lot because you get a lot of info in that in that episode so i don't know why i'm but not i mean really i'm i'm struggling to think of anything in particular what do you got the thing that kind of like got me was like i really liked his parents and the things that he was going through in the first two episodes mm-hmm. and they did disappear until the last one yeah, I really wanted yeah. a li- like it didn't have to be in every episode, but I really yeah. wanted to see that more because there was a, there was a moment in that second episode that got me teared up when she's like, you don't have to go back here. Don't worry about it. You're our son. And I'm mm-hmm. like this. I know it's so Smallville because they even make his mom look like she does in Smallville. But yeah. I just kind of felt like those are some of the, there were some really great heartfelt moments for him in those first two episodes with them. And then they disappear for nine episodes <laughs> or seven episodes and don't yeah. come back till the end. Um, I will say, I loved this take on Pa Kent, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. In, in the final episode when he is just so concerned about his Turkey. <laughs> he goes out, Jimmy, I need you to keep a secret. Yeah, I'm having trouble getting the turkey up the temperature. Yeah. 
<laughs> amidst all this drama. And he goes, gang. And you figure when the fight's all over, you're gonna, he's going to tell you he burned the turkey. And he comes back in, guys, I got some bad news. Yeah. That turkey still just did not come up the temperature. Clark, can you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know what it was? It was the most, it was the most dad mm-hmm. Pa Kent has ever really been. Because Pa Kent's usually kind of this fountain of wisdom. He's always been kind of this philosophical uh, uh, presence in Superman story. Um, they kind of let Ma Kent be a little bit of that, uh, mm-hmm. which was, which is neat. Uh, I get you though. I, I think it would have been nice to see some more time back on the farm. Yeah. And I don't mean like every episode, but I mean, no. like again, they're in the first two and then we go, I guess what now my math is horrible, seven more episodes. And then they appear yeah. in the last one. And I'm like, yeah, it would have been nice to just get one more flashback of yeah. like something. I think- I think the only thing, and, and maybe this, maybe it's just because we're just not used to this, but this is the first time in a while we've had to deal with a show that's being made for television constraints. Yeah. This is not a streaming-only series. If this was a streaming-only series, I think that probably would have bothered me a bit more um, since it's a, you know, 30-something minute, or, you know, 30-minute uh, animated show for, for, for late-night cable. Um, I don't know. I I just I don't know. I think I think maybe that's why it didn't bother me as much. But I get what you're coming from, though. Because, but well, here's the thing. Given the way season one ended, I feel like we're going to be in Smallville quite a bit next season. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like the thing that kind of like I, this is why I brought up the Voltron thing is Voltron did something very interesting. Is instead of having like five 22 episode seasons. The first episode, the first season was 22 episodes and then they started doing like 10 or 12 episode seasons, but then they started coming out like every four months. Yeah. And I'm wondering, given that this is only 10, like within five to six months, are we going to get the next set? I don't know. It's hard to say because I, I can't find anything online about confirming if this is getting a season two or not. Um, I hope so because lord knows they set up for a season two. Oh yeah um but also i with the strike i don't know it's 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 so hard to say right now strike doesn't affect animation not right now but they've the, but they've yeah. already but but it's it's slowed down a lot of things and a lot so i i don't know it's 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 hard to say i feel like we would have heard something by now considering how much this show kind of I mean, this show took over. I mean, people have been a raving yeah. about this show. It's it's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. If anybody gives a shit, um, oh, something I thought, something I just thought of real quick. And I, I know we've been talking about this ad nauseum, but this was really good. And we, we, we this is how we talk. And we love things. This this show did something I really liked that Smallville also did. That I thought Smallville did did really well. Um showing him struggle as he gains new powers yes yes he does not have all his powers at once and he struggles with them i thought smallville did a very good job of that especially the heat vision one although that episode was kind of horny problematic (laughs) uh yeah horny it was a horny episode it was a weird episode but uh it was but it was different um but it was but it was also one that really showed the struggle he you know to control his powers sometimes um and uh with this one it was like yeah as he unlocked new abilities it was like yeah he had a hard time we had a hard time getting used to having heat vision and you know as his as he got faster things like that being able to fly the 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 hearing thing is the one that always gets me yeah it's like yeah that is what that would be like and and him not being able to let it go like yeah. No, I can hear people in trouble. I have to save them. Like, bro, you've got to yeah. chill a little bit. Uh, it's something that the dare, that Daredevil brought up quite a few times yeah. uh, on when it was on Netflix. It's like, yeah, when you can hear all of this, how do you tune it out? Especially when you're supposed to be Superman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but no, I think this this show is fantastic. If you have not given it a chance, or the animation style kind of pushes you off. Go yeah. watch the first two episodes, and I promise you, you're going to be in. And, and, and I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, in episode two, when Superman, spoiler alert, gets his costume for the first time. 
It is the greatest thing I've ever. It is it is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and it is the greatest thing I've ever seen. A very anime transformation. It's it's one of those. <laughs> I'm like this. I, it's it was one of those. I remember texting you. I was like, I should hate this. I should hate <laughs> this, but I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like because because like YouTube reaction channels aren't doing a lot of videos right now because because of the because of the strikes. This is one of those I can't wait for channels to start posting reactions to this show because I can't wait to see how, what some of them do when Superman gets his costume the first time in this show because it is it I, it was I had a I had an evocative reaction I I I squealed yeah. <laughs> I was like ah it was great yeah um, no it 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 made me it, not laugh in a bad way but just definitely like oh my gosh that's fantastic it's it's the right amount of stupid. It's the Correct. right amount of stupid. Um, guys, this show rules. My Adventures of Superman, it's on Max right now. If you have Max, uh, give it a watch. It's an easy binge. It's 10 episodes. They, they're they like 30 minutes apiece. Um, blow through it. It's, it's worth it. It's so worth it. It's so well written. It's so different. It's so unique. If you're someone like me and nothing about this, on paper sounds like anything you'd be into i promise you it it made a believer out of me i will be the first to admit when i am wrong in my assumptions and man this show made a believer out of me this gives me hope for future incarnations of superman because because when people take superman off the beaten path is when i like it the best and so if i can get more of this in other just just like we've had a million different versions of batman i think it's about time we had a million different versions of superman because because this was interesting and it was very good yes all the yes to every yes you said all right guys so if you if you have seen it or you or you watch it i I don't know why you're still listening at this point if you haven't seen it that's on you uh but if you've seen it please let us know what you think uh find the show on twitter at we are the batman you can find me on twitter at mr mike shay you can find me at mr j ninja that is going to do it uh this week on we are the batman we'll see you guys again next time same bat time same bat podcast channel bye-bye